Let's get back to more of this rich dialogue with Tavis Smiley. As promised, my friend Bill Maher is here, the host, of course, of Real Time on HBO, now going into, I think, season 22. Is it 22 seasons, Bill? Unbelievable. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, <laughs> yes, I started when I was 10. Um, it was, uh, well, it's 22 years. Yeah. We started in 2003. Uh, you know, I'm not good at math. Tavis. Yeah. That's, you're better at that than I am, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a while and uh, it's been a great ride, and we're not close to done. Yeah, um, to what to what do you attribute the success of the show on HBO? And I ask that in part because I was on your I've been on your program many times, of course. I'm grateful for the invitations when they come. Uh, but back when you were doing Politically Incorrect late night on ABC, we all rem- for those who were around then that thing ended not not so not so neatly, not so cutely. Uh, did it end? And there were some who thought that in that version of your your work that you were done. And then you pop up on HBO. Twenty two years later, you're still doing it. To what do you attribute it? I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm really great at it. <laughs> I mean, like, look, I could lie to you. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's a number of factors. But you know, I'm, I look. I think it. First of all, it changes. I don't think anybody lasts on TV for thirty years. I mean. Politically Incorrect started in 93, yeah. and there was only a six-month break between shows. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a pretty long run. Yeah. Um, basically, I think my bond with my audience has always been that I never pull a punch. Um, that's what they like about it. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but our ratings have always been awesome. Uh, that's, I think, attributed to the fact that there is an audience for that. There is an audience that just does not want to hear BS yeah. of either side. And I've always played it that way. I never have had a team. Uh, the events in the country have changed a lot. So there are times when I, I think I look more, I mean, now they think I'm more conservative. I haven't changed at all. Mm. Uh, things have changed. The left has gotten crazier. The right has gotten crazier, too. Um, but, you know, I call them both out. Yeah. And I think most of the country is there, actually. I mean, we the people who have the megaphone and speak the loudest are the small fringes on each side. You'd think that they ran the roost. They don't. Um, they're just very influential because they have the bullhorn. Yeah. Uh, but most of the people in this country, uh, the editorial I'm doing tomorrow night is all about, over this last vacation, I talked to a lot of people, and I said to them, if you could make 2024 one thing, what would you say it should be? What's one word? 2024 should be the year of, and everybody said, sanity. Mm. Sanity. Just Can we just make this the year of sanity? Mm-hmm. That that that's a that's a powerful powerful word and a powerful frame. Um, you said two things. I want to go pick up right quick. I'm watching my time. I only got a half hour with you, less than that now. So I want to cover some some ground here. I'm glad you went there because I was going to go there because I teed this up earlier. You know, I'm on for three hours a day. We heard across the country now. Uh, and let me just say right quick. And uh, he didn't. I know have- your guy, your guy said to me, Tabas wants you to know that you were syndicated now. I said, I know that. That's my money, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking to make money off this to, deal. Are we making any money? To the, to the point of making money, I was just about to go there. So I, I have not said this to the national audience because uh, I haven't had you on since, we, since I, since I uh, became syndicated. Uh, but uh, for those uh, who don't know this, uh, when I uh, went about the business of uh, trying to make my home station here in L.A., KBLA Talk 1580, 
the first and only black-owned talk radio station west of the Mississippi. I had my own pennies, but I needed some extra pennies to make this happen. And uh, for those who may not know, Bill Maher came along with me, with a few other people, to make this station in L.A. possible. So uh, I am forever indebted to my friend Bill Maher uh, for uh, supporting me in, in this venture. That said, that won't stop me from going in no, on him. And, and by the <laughs> way, you, you absolutely fulfilled everything I, I hoped. I mean, you're doing great. The, the, the station is great. And... And the uh, return, you know, I mean, you're growing it. That's we're what building. we wanted. That's we're building what it. we wanted, and you're doing it. No, we're building it. It's a process, man. It's a process, but we, we are course. building it, and I'm grateful for your support in that regard. My but, but, pleasure. But you went, you went there first. Let me follow you. Uh, and I want to read. I want to read. I've got a bunch of people sending me stuff, and they knew you were going to be on. I want to read one thing. It's, it's, it's going to push you, but I know you can handle it, and you'll respond appropriately. But since you went there first, before I read this uh, from one of our listeners, um, you mentioned that they say you become more conservative. You do realize that a lot of people are saying that, Bill, that you've become more conservative, conservative as you've gotten older. You don't accept that, obviously. Of course not. I, and I've, I have a book coming out, and a, a lot of it, you know, I, I think when you, it's a, it's a compilation of a lot of the editorials mm-hmm. that we've done over the years. And one of the reasons I was interested in doing this <clears throat> and going through all this old material is to get into that question. Look, there was a time when the left gave you very little to make fun of, uh, specifically like the Obama years. Mm-hmm. Obama was not funny. <laughs> he was he was not. He was a he was a, a disaster for comedians. There was nothing buffoonish about him, you know. And the left hadn't gone into this place where uh, they don't believe in free speech anymore. Yeah. Um, they think diversity is great, except the diversity of ideas. Um, they think feelings are more important than, than free speech, because that was never me, Tavis. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a Mr. Free Speech guy. Mm-hmm. You talked about me getting fired from Politically Incorrect. That was a free speech issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's just a, a host of crazy stuff uh, that it's okay to teach, you know, queer theory to kindergartners and, and put ideas in their head that are complicated about sex and race before they can spell. Um, you know, abolishing the police. Uh, communism might be worth another try. You can be healthy at any weight. Uh, homelessness is just a, a lifestyle that should be protected, like, you know, like they're an endangered species living in their natural habitat, and men can get pregnant, and uh, women's prisons can have people with penises in them. I could go on and on about stuff that wasn't around 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So you come at me with, I've changed? No, I can prove things changed. Mm. Other people changed. The left changed. And it doesn't stop me. Look, there was nobody, nobody who was more mean or prescient, excuse me, about Donald Trump and how he was never going to leave office. So I don't have to burnish my credentials about where I am on criticizing the right. But again, my bond with the audience is I don't pull a punch. Yeah. So, Whoever's so, making stupid stuff, that's where the comedy gold is. And by the way, you can tell what I'm saying is true because people laugh at it. Yeah. So let me, let me read this, and I want, I want to read it, and when we come forward, I'll give Bill a chance to, to respond to this. Um, and uh, I think this person pretty much dared me to read this as if I'm scared uh, to put a tough question to Bill Maher and, as if, and as, if, uh, as if Bill is scared to respond to it. So here's the letter. Let me read it, and when we come forward, Bill will respond. 
Hey, Tavis. A couple of months ago, I deprogrammed the automatic recording of Real Time with Bill Maher on my DVR. While I'd formerly regarded Bill as an equal opportunity offender, as a comic observer of inanities and absurdities of modern life, irrespective of the race, religion, or ethnicity of the parties involved, I'd begun to recognize the servicing of an abiding mean streak in Bill regarding so-called wokeness. On more than one occasion recently, he has taken cheap shots at black college students claiming that they've learned a new word, referring to the rising uh, awareness about and strategizing against systemic racism. If you press him on this point, Tavis, it'll be interesting to hear how forthcoming Bill will be. I've yet to hear a black media personality take Bill to task about this. And unfortunately, the black guests who've appeared on his show recently have seemed to take a just glad to be on the show posture of passivity as he's ranted on the stupid, a word he's actually used, beliefs and attitudes that black college students and young black activists are developing as they grow in their knowledge and understanding. Donna Brazil, for example, was just shocking in her acquiescence to Bill Maher's reactionary blather. Bill Maher's response to that when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. Interrogating and unpacking. That's what we do around here. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. Sounds Sounds different. different. This is Tavis Smiley. Before I pass the mic to the gentleman from Real Time on HBO, Mr. Bill Maher, uh, the questions are, uh, Bill, are you mocking and demonizing black folk and are Negroes just all too happy to be on your program these days? No, I mean, I, I don't even know where this comes from because I never, we, we've talked a lot about college kids because they're out there demonstrating for Hamas, the most illiberal people in the world. I never specifically said which college students. I never divided that by race. Mm-hmm. So that's just something that was made up. Um, I have a, a, and by the way, I'm I'm not a big fan of people who, uh, I don't like what you said. I don't agree with you, what you said, so I'm deprogramming you. I'm unfriending you. I don't talk to you anymore. My show is, you asked me why it's successful, partly is because it's one of the only places on television where people who have different points of view talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, these folks who think that you can solve this country's problems by somehow completely shutting yourself off from people who don't agree with you, um, that's not going to work. Uh, half the country doesn't agree with you probably about any issue, including within the black community. Uh, people don't agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope all those points of view are represented, and it's not just one side on your programming, because, uh, I mean, we have polling on this, and, you know, I think Trump, and I've always said you can hate him, you can't hate everybody who likes him. I think he got 20% of the black male vote last time, more than he got the first time. Um, again, why? Do we just shut people off and say, I, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't know what, I don't care what you think. Maybe we should look into why they think that. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, I never, this thing about, I was talking about black college students. I don't remember ever doing that. College students, Yes, college students. And yes, do we have varying points of view? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't exactly call Donna Brazil somebody who uh, is shy <laughs> about <laughs> representing her point of view. Yeah. So the idea that, that, she's, that Donna Brazil, who's a great friend of mine, mm-hmm. uh, is acquiescent, it's, it's laughable to me. Yep. Uh, I, 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 my, my sense is, and this isn't, this isn't rocket science, my sense is that it is impossible to do any kind of show 
anywhere these days where there are different opinions being expressed that isn't going to divide the country in half. I mean, in part because the country's already divided anyway. So, I mean, my, my point is, I think it's unfair. And again, you and I don't agree on everything. We're best of friends. We don't agree on everything. But I think it's unfair, I will say this, to, to, to blame any particular host for dividing a country that's already divided anyway, if that makes sense. I, I think by talking about different things, we we can actually bring the country together. Mm -hmm. This is what happens in my stand-up shows. Um, I get a much more diverse, and when I mean diverse, I mean like uh, philosophically diverse audience uh, than I used to. And again, this is not because I have changed. It's because I'm commenting. I'm going where the funny is. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. I'm going where the funny is. The left has left me a lot of funny, and and I'm and I'm a comedian. I'm going to go where the I'm going to go where the gold is. Um, but it's great to be able to sit in an audience with people who don't agree with you, and you're all laughing at the same things. Yeah. That's what happens at my stand-up shows. Uh, the 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 conservatives they they enjoy the anti-Trump jokes and the making fun of the Republicans. They can laugh at themselves and. The liberals can laugh at woke nonsense that the conservatives probably laugh at a lot more, but everybody seems to be able to get along. Yeah. And we don't fight with each other, we don't hate each other, we all laugh at the same things. And, you know, that's the country we used to have. Everybody didn't have to be like, no, I don't go there with you. I, you know, no, that's not where the country I want to live in. We yeah. have to get along. He's got a new season. We'll talk about the lineup tomorrow night. He's got quite the lineup tomorrow night. Our guest is Bill Maher. Our remaining moments with him when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. For all the freedom-loving folk, this is Tavis Smiley. I feel like freedom. Ready to re-examine your assumptions and expand your inventory, expand of, ideas? Your inventory of ideas? More of Tavis Smiley coming your way right now. Bill's back. Bill's back. Bill's back. Bill Maher. Tomorrow night is back on HBO, real time. Uh, got a pretty amazing lineup tomorrow night. Uh, the one-on-one -on -one is Gavin Newsom, Governor of California, of course. The panel, uh, Andrew Sullivan and Ari Melber. Um, what, 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 what do you make of what, what is what, what is your take of Gavin Newsom? What, what do you make of this guy? Always loved him. Yeah. And and again, apropos to our last conversation, don't always agree with him. Yeah. On everything. But I've been trying to get him to run for president for like 15 years. You know, he used to come on the show. He was a lieutenant governor. And, um, you know, he's been very good to us. He's, he did my anniversary show. And, yeah. um, and look, I think if he ran for president, I, I think it would be great because, uh, first of all, I think Biden is in trouble. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want Trump again. I, I just can't. Tavis, I just, I just can't. Yeah. I, I, did, I did it once. Okay, I just, I just can't. Okay, I cannot do it again. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think you know, Gavin is just, you know, he's just a great politician, and How he looks, he looks great. Um, you know, that doesn't hurt to be dreamy, government, <laughs> governor, governor McDreamy. McDreamy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he just, he just, I just, look, he's, you know, he's going to do it. You know, he wants to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think if he ran for president, he'd have to go like they all do. You have to go to the center, yeah. which is where I, you know, California is a little out there. Uh, with some of the stuff, I mean, you know, it took me three years just to get my solar hooked up because of the kind of crazy regulations we have in this state. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it, it's uh, there's. Uh, I'm going to confront him with this tomorrow. There's, you need 87 different permits 
to build something in San Francisco. You know why we have a housing shortage partly? Yeah. They only built 2,000 houses last year in, in San Francisco because you need 87, 87 permits. permits. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I would love to see him, like, you know, kind of like go after something like that and say, yes, there are problems we have on the left, too, and let's, let's, let's get back to the center because that's where the votes are and that's yeah. where the winning is. That's why Biden won. Yeah. Remember, Biden was going to get killed by Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, yeah. and then he went down to South Carolina, and guess who saved him? Yeah. Exactly. The black folk. We just had uh, James Clyburn on earlier this show. Uh, because they're practical. Show. Exactly. Because I always said that. Like, the biggest privilege in the world, they talk privilege, a word that goes on in life, the biggest privilege in the world is the privilege to be able to be impractical. Mm-hmm. I see that. I got 60 seconds left. Um, very, yeah. very quickly on Gavin. Uh, I like Gavin, too, for the most part. I have issues with him, uh, like you. But I don't see it, not a single red state in this country where this guy could even be competitive. Not, not one. Not with the record. Oh, he has in California. Well, first of all, who wins the the, the whole the whole election in this country? Yeah, is is decided by about eight states now. Yeah, that's true. Most eighty percent of the country is already off the table before we even start. Yeah, he's not. You're right. He's not going to win Texas. Nope. And he's and he, and no and no Republican is going to win New York or California or Illinois. Yeah. It's all about. Let me, Wisconsin. You don't think he could win Wisconsin? You don't think he could win Michigan? You don't win, think he could win, uh, you know, whatever the, the Arizona? These are the yeah. these are the toss-up states. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I think his policies and his agenda has been so progressive in some respects, in some respects, in California, that it works against him in those other states. But I digress. Let me ask you, literally in thirty seconds, how much trouble is Biden in? Since you say he's in trouble, how much trouble? Very quickly. Yeah, I think he's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think I think he did a good job, and I don't think it matters. People just have this perception. Reality is perception is reality in this yeah. country. They think he's too old, and they just they just want something else. And he's never going to get credit for the pretty good job he did. Real time with Bill Maher is back tomorrow night mm-hmm. on HBO. His guests Gavin Newsom, Ari Melber, and Andrew Sullivan. Love you, Bill Maher. Good to have you on the program, man. All the best to you, my Thanks, friend. Talk Tavis. to you soon. Great, it was great to talk to you. Take Thank care. You.